2: You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick.
0: On this episode of The Heat Check, we've got a special bonus episode, people. And tonight, we've got a special betting preview for the NBA season with my co host Ryan Horvath and PJ Glasser from a recent episode of Bet MGM of the Night. We break down our favorites to win the Eastern and Western conferences. In addition, I also quiz the boys on what teams I've decided to follow in detail for the entirety of the NBA season from a betting perspective. As a bonus, I also talk about the Draymond Green incident with my guys Danger and Bataglia from the sports bar on the fan in Rochester. And we also get a little treat, Nets insider Reed Wallach and his initial impression on the Nets. I've been busy, folks, getting a whole lot of bonus material for my Heat Check audience, so let's get into it. In this first segment, Ryan and PJ and I chop it up over who is the best bet coming out of the East and the West. I thought it would be nice for regular listeners to have a little gambling preview of the upcoming NBA season as well, so let's get into it.
1: What are you guys doing when we look at the Eastern Conference, the number one seed, and you bring up the odds and the futures? Who are you guys looking at in the East? Because obviously, you know, the overwhelming favorite, even to win the finals, is still the Boston Celtics, 5-1. to one. You do have the Warriors there, 6-1. to one, And then back in the East, the Bucks plus 650.
0: You know, I like this as a sneaky pick. I have two thoughts in terms of a sneaky pick. One, the Milwaukee Bucks. They're plus 350. I don't think there's any situation where the Celtics are the number one seed. I think that's an absolute burn it, burn it, put it in your fireplace and go sort of a ticket Completely agree. Uh, would never take that the nets they are a very up and down team i don't think defensively they're going to be able to have enough consistency to put it together in order to actually be number one in the east like this is we're talking about seedings here mm-hmm. right we're what teams are hardos right like we know milwaukee loves to just rack up regular season wins if yes. they're healthy that's what they do you know who's also a hardo who i can see consistently trying to win games, and this is what they did last year, the Miami Heat at eight to one, eight to one for the Miami Heat. Yes, they lose PJ Tucker, but hopefully you have a semblance of Tyler Hero being better than he was last year. Hopefully you've got Kyle Lowry not leaving the team for too many personal reasons. Hopefully you've got you know the role players stepping into place, and now you've got Darius Days who says his comp is basically PJ Tucker. And Jerry West, when I talked to him about Darius Days, which is kind of insane that we even discussed him since he went undrafted, loved him. Kid out of LSU, that's his comp. I love the Heat, plus 800.
1: Like, Trista, that's a great way to break this down, too, is you look at the try-hard teams, like the Grizzlies, a young team, but they played hard every single night. And even with the injuries, that was the surprising thing with the Grizzlies, is how good they were last year, even with job missing time. Now we'll see if they could do it this year. You know, they start the year without Jaron Jackson, but, like, everybody in that lineup missed time, and they're so deep that they were fine. You go back to a couple years ago, one of my favorite teams of all time that nobody really expected big things from, and that was the Bulls, you know, and then they got to the playoffs and they didn't have the experience, but it was like Tibbs' first, second year there. Derrick Rose was the MVP. You know, the Atlanta Hawks team. It's always those try-hard teams. So if I was looking at it, I wouldn't play the Celtics plus 190, even if they were fully healthy and had their full coaching staff. I just, plus 190, that's boring. The Nets plus 325. We know KD and Kyrie aren't going to play all 82 games. We don't all know it. if they're going to play 65 to 70 it's games. Facts. So I'm good on all that. We don't know what the hell the status is of Ben Simmons. And we saw today uh, on social media, he still can't shoot. The Bucks plus 350, obviously a try hard team. What I like about them is Bud coaches to win every single game. He they does. were let down the way that they lost in the postseason last year without being fully healthy, without Middleton. I actually like the additions to the roster that they made, they need more shooting. They need to rely less on a guy like grace and allen that's what worries me a little bit is the two guard position i love drew when he looks like drew you know he has those shaky offensive performances but you always know you're going to get one of the best on ball defenders in the league and Giannis gets better every year like yes. you know it's not like cliche to say that he really does and now he's lost weight he continues to develop that jumper i think he needs that another post move and he's going to be definitely the best player in the league but the sneaky team, you already brought up Philadelphia. If Harden's actually healthy, if he's actually skinny, if he's actually motivated, and you have Embiid, and you have Maxi, he's my favorite player on that team. Embiid's probably going to be the MVP. I love Maxi, and I feel like he's the wild card. Uh, I do kind of like them, plus 450. Mm-hmm. The Heat, that's a great point. You know they're going to go hard in the regular season and then probably flame out in the playoffs, 8-1. to But the Cavs at 12-1 to and the Hawks at 18-1, to I feel like I have to take a stab with. I love Cleveland's roster, obviously. Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, you bring over. Uh, you got a Corral there. You got Evan Mobley, who's probably only going to get better. Look what he did last year. 14 points, 8 boards, and nearly 2 blocks on 50% shooting. What are his numbers going to look like this year? And then you have Jared Allen. They have a deep bench with Lavert, Robin Lopez, who I forgot's even there. Kevin Love was really good last yeah. year. Ricky Rubio—is he going to be back fully healthy
0: soon-ish? Because he, he uh, injured himself towards ACL in December, so he'll be back around then.
1: And then you have Osmond. So you have mm-hmm. you know Teddy. Donovan Mitchell. You have guys that could create, and then guys that could shoot the rock. I don't hate the price. And then and Karras
0: Levert the- said that he's he's like back to being healthy. He he like stopped eating junk food. He's on keto now. You know how that whole thing goes.
1: And then I know you guys don't believe in the Hawks. And I know that Trey Young cost me a lot of money in the playoffs by not just scoring 27 damn points. (laughs) But man, I do like the offseason moves. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what? I thought last year was the year for the Hawks because obviously the year before they go to the Eastern Conference Finals probably should have beat the Bucs. Yeah, Giannis doesn't even play in the final two games. That was a coaching masterpiece by Mike Budenholzer, which I don't think I've ever. Hawks said are a great
0: <laughs> one for the Eastern Conference ten but seed at God, eight, did they eight and a half to one. Year. Yeah, like plus eight fifty for them to be the Eastern Conference ten seed. I like that value a lot more.
1: What are your thoughts on the Raptors this year, just because of the price twenty to one and how good Nick Nurse is? You know, you know him obviously pretty well.
0: Think about this. So the Raptors were the two seed before the NBA shut down due to COVID, right? And they had none of the guys. You know that they had we had seen, right? Like they had Kyle Lowry, but he was already on the decline. Obviously, Kawhi had already left, so this is a team that if they actually have a, a defensive presence at center, because they got Coloco now, and yeah. that's gonna be big for them. Uh, and I think that that move is gonna be something that adds versatility against bigger lineups because they were getting shredded by teams like Philly. Now they have someone like Cololo who, who can do everything. And if Scotty Barnes can take a step, and if uh, actually a friend of mine that I know is actually working with OG Ananobi uh, in his body to take him to another level. He doesn't actually work out right now. Like he doesn't lift weights. Really? So this is, if he can lift weights and get his body fluid and you can tell he's a little stiff, like he could make a move and become an all-star. So if you had Pascal operating at peak Pascal, OG with another step, Scotty with a step and, you know, Coloco turning into, you know, a really important rookie on this team. Like that's not a horrible bet. I don't, Know that it's like going to happen, but at twenty to one, I wouldn't hate it.
3: I would rather bet the Raptors at twenty to one than I would the Celtics at plus one nine. Thousand percent. I mean, let's like I, I still, Mm. I just there's no value in betting the Celtics. And
0: PJ, you talk about a tryhard team. We saw them four and a half point dogs to the Boston Celtics in a preseason game. In a preseason (laughs) game, down twenty, and they kept their people in all game. Yeah. And to win that game in overtime.
1: I yep. feel like I'm going to fade Boston out of the gate just because of... Have to. I, I'm not going to call it like an NBA Finals hangover, but the way that they lose that series, they were favored to beat the Warriors. You know, and then Tatum Tatum already injured or was injured that whole series. Jalen Brown's pissed off because allegedly they tried to at least make some phone calls for Kevin Durant. You lose your head coach for the entire year. How big of a deal is that going to be? We'll find well, out. Well, I mean, not even
0: just for the whole year. Like, he's gone.
1: He, yeah, exactly. He's gone, right. Who else did they lose? Because they've had some injuries. Didn't get? Didn't they? Yeah, Gallinari's out Gallinari's for the year Gallinari's out for the
0: year. Rob, Williams, Rob is Williams is out 12 weeks. And
1: he's the most important player on that Absolutely roster. He should is. have been Defensive Player of the Year, not Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, is he going to have the same season that he had last year, especially taking care of the basketball? We know he's going to be tough defensively.
0: And we know. Yeah, I don't
1: know, man. We
0: know that Malcolm Brogdon is banged up all the time. God, and,
1: I love him, but he's never helped.
0: And when he's banged up, he doesn't play. He's not playing through injuries. We know that.
1: <laughs> Let's go to the Western Conference. What do you guys like? Because I got a, uh, I'm looking at a long shot in the West, though. Yeah, and, are you something really? and something chalky.
0: Yeah,
3: I I like the Clippers at the top, plus 275. I could see them getting the one seed, but the, the team I like that I think there's some value on is the Denver Nuggets, plus 650. We know Jokic, you want to talk about a try-hard regular season player? I mean, he's obviously won the MVP back-to-back years, so not many people try harder than him. You're getting Jamal Murray back. Hopefully, he Maybe. can be some kind of resemblance of himself. Tristan and I both agree that this could be Bones Highland season, expecting sure. him to really play well. And then we'll see what the deal is with Michael Porter Jr., but he's kind of the wild card in all this. If he comes back and I mean, if he sh- can shoot the ball like he's capable of. I like Michael Malone as a head coach. They're always solid in the regular season. I think there's some value there with the Nuggets plus 650. So my pick would be the Clippers, but I also really like the Nuggets plus 650.
0: I like the Nuggets as well. Mm-hmm. You look at the Clippers... And you say to yourself, I understand why they're the chalky pick. I get that. But you look at Kawhi Leonard, and it feels like he will go through some level of load management to keep him healthy because he ended up having a very you know, serious injury two years ago. Paul George has been banged up in and out for the last two years as well. I don't think he's just going to magically be completely healthy and play, you know, 75 games either. Even if they are he- fully healthy, I think Ty Lue's one of those coaches who's totally down to eliminate back-to-backs. Who's totally down to make sure that those guys end up fe- feeling fully, you know, rested and engaged. You add John Wall into the mix. He's had health issues as well. He's going to have some time getting in in gelling with this team. I love this team. Don't necessarily know based on those things whether I would bet on them to have the one seed. Warriors, kind of like the Boston Celtics, you know, this is a team where there's a lot of dysfunction and rumors and scandal and all kinds of drama surrounding this team. So are they going to start hot? Do they have some troll that they can rally around to say that they're not going to go 9-1 and one in the first 10 games to get them off on that hot streak? No, I disappeared into the ether. I've just been pumping their tires all off-season long, trying to drain every bit of motivation from their souls. Suns, same situation, drama, 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 controversy. Yeah. And then you get to the Nuggets and you say, all right, well, if Jamal Murray's healthy, he's been sitting on ice for like, feels like three years now. Uh, if Michael Porter Jr. is healthy, oh lord! And then you add in all the pieces that they've added, right? You've got Bruce Brown, who I really, really like. You got KCP, who I think is a very serviceable wing player. He can play defense. He can shoot threes. The emergence of Bones Highland, like, and then obviously Jokic. Jokic will have more help now, and they got a couple of guys in the draft that I think can be able to help right away. Also, I love the Nuggets pick at 650.
1: Yeah. And PJ, you took my Clippers. That'd be my chalk pick, and you yep. broke down all the reasons why. But again, I mean, I think you make a good point, Trista, with the load management for Kawhi and for PG. Yeah, like, were, that
3: was really good analysis with the load management.
1: And then I was looking maybe at the Grizzlies. They're going to have a bullseye on their back though because they talk a bunch of trash. Last Fat. year they were that you know they they were that tryhard team. No and, Jaren too. And No Jaron to start the season. Yeah. And they've lost some pieces. I mean, I do love them being able to bring back. They Tyus. lost
0: Kyle Anderson. They lost De'Anthony Melton. I mean, those are guys that are role players, but that helps when you're winning regular season games because yeah. John Morant is hurt.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. the teams I was looking at, and I mean, I guess even though they're long shots, they're probably gonna, they're probably going to be talked about a lot. So I guess they could be chalky, like uh, or tr- trendy dogs. I guess you got the Timberwolves at plus nine fifty. And then our team, the Pelicans, at 20-1. to 1. We're but a Pelican the Pelicans, show, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Big and I've time. always been a huge Brandon Ingram fan, yeah. man. I just wanted him to take that next step. And then finally, he performed on the biggest stage in the playoffs. I like CJ a lot. He averaged 22 points per game and five assists. And he cut down the turnovers a little bit last year. Herb Jones, I think he's going to take that next leap. He was so damn good. He had 80 steals and 45 blocks last year. And he's going to be another year older. And he's
0: going to play point guard this year too. He's going to be able to shoot threes and distribute. He's going to be so good. He's a
1: monster. Zion wants obviously to uh, come back healthy and to get paid. He hasn't played a full season. He hasn't played a, He hasn't played in a game since what? May fourth.
0: If he makes All NBA, he makes an additional thirty something million dollars this year.
1: Love Valachunas. In fact, just Jokic and Gobert had more double doubles than him last season. I feel yeah. like he's very underrated. Mm-hmm. I don't really love the depth. I like Alvarado. I like Trey Murphy. Devonte Graham hit or miss, you know. Um, but we'll see if they are able to add another piece or two. But I like the Timberwolves. I think that's going to be my big play. Uh, Just obviously we know, you know, the wild card is D'Angelo Russell because he didn't shoot very well last year. But Anthony Edwards could be the best player in the league in a year or two. Yeah. You know, he could average 25 a game. Jaden McDaniels is a little underrated. I think he's really
0: underrated. He's a
1: very good on-ball defender. So now you have that. Uh, You have Carl Anthony Towns. You've talked about this now moving over to his natural position, what he played at Kentucky, the four. And then you have Rudy Gobert, who averages 15 points, 14 boards, you know, is very efficient, block shots. And I like him in this role better in minnesota than what they had him doing in utah and he's one defensive player of the year a billion times and then they bring in kyle anderson off the bench so you steal him away from memphis you have torian prince who actually hit 38 percent of his threes last year and he could rebound a little bit so I, I i like minnesota a little bit and i really like that price better than nine to one odds so them and the pelicans are my long shots but I really like this Clippers team, but I do worry that they won't really care about the regular season. Yeah, they just want to with their, win their 55 games, get to the postseason
0: for sure. It's crazy.
1: The Lakers are 12th to one,
3: isn't it? Like a LeBron James team, and obviously year, you get. I mean, look, they they're should not be like
0: 75. One. To one. They really should be. <laughs> they oh, really should.
3: I mean, the amount of games that LeBron and AD are going to miss this season, and then Russ just you know, there's no shot
0: they're the number one seed. None. None. No, Zero. I agree. I agree with you. They're Maybe like it's a right buy low the... year?
1: No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm not doing it. What about their win total, though? What is it, like 44 and a half? Let me pull this up really quickly. I know we're talking about the one I seed. I like right the now, but are, Lakers are they going to and... win 50 games at least?
0: No. I like I don't them. Think
1: so. Plus 750 as the five seed in the West. That's what I like. Wow. You like that?
0: I don't. Okay. No, I don't.
1: <laughs> you brought up the Mavs. Can't do it with the Mavs. Can't I think Luka's going to no, have a big just... year. I'd rather bet him to win MVP, even though everybody's yeah. going to do that. They lose Brunson. What's Christian Wood going to look like? Is anybody, is Luca going to be that guy where he's always going to have the assist numbers and the rebound numbers? But, like,
0: let me say are this. guys going to want to yeah.
1: play with him because he's so ball dominant? I guess yeah. that's what I was trying to say. I
0: think the thing that you could say. Is that's a big concern? Absolutely. What I would do is, if you actually believe that there is something that's going to happen to get the Mavs to the one seed, that's if Jaden Hardy becomes a Rookie of the Year, and you might as well take a flyer on him to win Rookie of the Year, because I think it's not Spencer Dinwiddie who's going to be able to like make this Mavs team really compete to be the one seed.
3: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: In the following segment, I reveal my crazy plan for analyzing the NBA for this season it's pretty crazy these teams all pretty much stink and i quiz ryan and pj about what teams are on my radar stay woke you'll be hearing a lot about these teams this season on the heat check i was thinking about this today and i was thinking to myself because i I listened like a sick person to multiple blazers podcasts last night right after the show and i was like you know this team's going to stink. Like, I know that there's hype around this team. I know they're very excited. Shaden Sharp is exciting. Dame Lillard is back healthy. They got Jeremy Grant. Nurkic got his money. But offensively, this team is a mess. Defensively, this team is not any better than it was last year or the year before or the year before that. And so it led me to think, okay, I know more about the Blazers than I would say the average NBA fan. So I need to start focusing on teams that other people don't care about. Because that's where the value is. Because I know everybody's going to be caring about the Boston Celtics. Yep. Everyone's going to be watching the Boston Celtics. Everyone's going to be watching the Golden State Warriors. I will as well. But I need to start keying in on some teams that no one wants to watch. Because that's where the sharp lines are. And where there's no viewers, where there's no intrigue, that's where the lines, I think, are softer. Mm-hmm. So I was going to tell Peach what the list was. And Peach said he wanted a guess. So do you want to guess who's on? So I narrowed it down because I was like, what's fair? Like, th- Ten teams is probably too many. Four teams is too little. So what should I do? I went by eight, and that's what I narrowed it down to. So, Peach based on that theory, based on that uh, perspective, I guess, lens on the NBA, what teams do you think I chose?
3: What teams? Well, the Wizards need to be number one or else this list is fraudulent.
0: No, it's not on the list. Oh,
3: okay. We're going to go. The Pistons got to be on there.
0: Yep. Pistons are on there.
3: I know you like Pistons. I'm going to say the San Antonio Spurs are on there.
0: Absolutely. On there. Yes.
3: I'm going to say the hmm, Oklahoma City Thunder.
0: <laughs> you're three for three, Peach.
3: <laughs> Let's see. We got to think of some East Coast teams, Ryan. Uh, I know you're big on Cleveland. I'm going to go Atlanta.
0: Nope. She
3: no. hates
1: Atlanta.
0: Hates, did, hates Atlanta. Hate Atlanta. What? Can't watch them. Well, Toronto. Nope. Sacramento. Yep.
3: Okay. Sacramento. That's four. Magic.
0: Oh, I vacillated over that one. I didn't do it, though. Whoa. I didn't do it. I it was very. I they were a tweener. They were a tweener. Thought I had one.
3: Thought I had one. What about the Knicks? Nope. No Knicks. Okay. I will
0: watch a lot of Knicks anyway because I have to, but that's not the team on there.
3: There's going to be a lot
0: of people watching the Knicks as well. So yeah, I can't I The Rockets. That was on. I thought about that as well. Tweener did not add them. Did not add them. They were a Tweener. What
3: about the Utah Jazz?
1: No. No, nope. they're not allowed in
3: the nope, studio. No, they're not allowed. <laughs> <Seriously>. Ryan lost <laughs> a lot of
0: money on the Jazz.
1: No, no, no I just hate them. I
0: always yeah, they're have. The worst. I've hated well, them since 97. Mean, the I hate Greg. Oster Pelicans tag. are on there. Pelicans are on there. That's 5.
3: Yeah, you love the Pellies. Uh the Cavs? Nope. Not the Cavs. I think I already said that. The Hornets?
0: Nope. They are trash. They are like the Atlanta Hawks to me.
3: Give us the last two.
0: Timberwolves and Nuggets. So the, fi- the final list as it pertains, Kings, Blazers, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Thunder, Nuggets, Pistons, Spurs. Many of these teams, I actually didn't know this until I was looking at all the divisions, are in the Northwest Division. Yeah. There's, there's four teams in the Northwest Division. Here's why I think that's smart. People don't care about that division at all. It's always They always play late-night games like on the Pac-12 East Coast. It's like the Pac-12 network. It's like the Pac-12. So those are my teams. I'm going to be watching a lot of them. I'm going to be doing deep dives, getting into the bloggers and beat reporters. And for player props, too, that'll be big. Like, for example, I was reading up on Uzman Jang. Uzman Jang, in his first few games... 31 points on 13 for 18 field goals, five for seven for three. Jalen Williams last two games, thirty-one points, eleven for sixteen shooting, eleven or sixteen assists. We are talking about some props, 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 props for the Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: Like it. Are they gonna actually play their guys and try to win some games though? I think or is they, like everybody gonna be shut down by it? Probably by
0: February we're gonna see some shutdowns. Yeah. But man, until then, it's gonna be so much fun. Do you ever
1: I, wonder like when they want to win though?
0: I think as soon as Chet's healthy. Yeah. But I think they're getting close because SGA is going to want to win it too. It stinks
1: yeah. that he got hurt. I can't wait to watch the Pelicans, but I feel yeah. like the Pelicans could be a top three, top four seed. So could. I don't know if they're like a sneaky team, but I really do like yeah, them, obviously. I know. Yeah, that's why I was
3: thinking like Denver and Minnesota weren't well. Minnesota could be.
1: Detroit's the team for me that I can't wait to watch this year. Like I just, they made me so much money the second half of the season. They weren't just covering numbers either. They were really competitive. They were winning some of those games. Cade Cunningham looked really good when he finally got out there the second half of the season. I love Jaden Ivey. I think he's going to be the best player in this draft, although I do love Benedict a lot, too. I just Jaden Ivey reminds me of like D-Rose, a little like Ja. I think when it's so all athletic. said and done,
0: I think when it's all said and done in a decade, Shaden Sharp might be better than both of them.
1: And that's fine, too. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really that high on Shaden Sharp.
0: Now when I say not that high, I mean I just went yeah.
1: over on his, on his draft. <laughs> you prop. see
0: these like highlights that he's doing? Oh, my God. Like, his his ability, his footwork, he had this, like, little dribble, sort of hezzy turnaround fade last night. And they were down big to the Warriors. But, man, does yeah. he look, like, unstoppable, so fluid. So, yeah, no, I, I get that completely.
1: And then you got, like, all those young dudes in Detroit, like Sadiq Bey I like. Marvin so Bagley fun. just got hurt, and I don't know if he's ever going to work out. Isaiah Stewart is obviously a badass. He's tough. Bad you got ass. Bogdanovich they bring in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Killian Hayes. Who- and Durin down low. And and like maybe Killian Hayes will figure it out this year, but I do like Detroit a lot. I feel like they're going to be a really sneaky and. And fun I think day.
0: they're gonna. The thing about Detroit, and this has been going on for like two years now, is Detroit always gets huge numbers. You're gonna get like Detroit plus yeah. nine and a half, Detroit plus eleven and a half, and that's what I think is gonna happen. And I, and it's interesting you talked about uh, Denver, PJ. Denver, for whatever reason, just like Utah when they were the number one seed, they don't adjust the lines even if they're dominant. So like I think Denver went on a hot streak. Where they had like 20 games against the spread that they won, like, and Vegas just kept moving the number up over and over, and it did not matter. I think people just don't watch Denver, they don't watch Utah, even with Jokic, even when it was Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Just those those markets are just really. If you
3: don't have league pass, right? Like, when would you watch the Denver Nuggets? I feel like every game on TNT or ESPN is the Lakers, Mm -hmm. the Knicks, the Celtics, the Warriors.
0: Exactly. I
1: mean, that's that's all it is. Are the Lakers going to make the playoffs this year? You don't think so?
3: I
0: don't.
1: does not like the
0: Lakers. Welcome to this show.
1: Man. (laughs) She, I mean, any question about the Lakers. No. 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 So LeBron's going to miss the playoffs again?
0: Yeah. Unless they get somebody, unless they get like a Kyrie. Are Irving you so or down
3: on them just because you don't they trust stink? them to stay what healthy? Stays healthy? You don't think, yep. don't
1: think the pieces
0: gel? I don't think the pieces gel. Do you think Darvin Ham's going to be a good coach at least? I think we'll have to see. Okay. I think you have these first-time first like head him. coach. I, I, I know he's better probably than Budenholzer, but in terms of play calling. And we'll have to see. I don't really know enough about Darvin Ham to – to say, oh, he's gonna be good or not good. But I know that when you surround LeBron James with guys who don't shoot well, like Lonnie Walker and Kendrick Nunn. Westbrook. 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 Westbrook's trying to say he's a good jump Pat shooter. Bev. Pat Bev, yeah. like that's just never the strategy for success. The following clip is from my weekly hit with Danger and Bataglia, the sports bar and the fan in Rochester. I love these guys. They know I love hoops. So we had to start out the week segment. Talking about Draymond, I thought you guys might enjoy this little nugget.
2: I, I wanted to before we get into Major League Baseball, before we get into Week Five of the NFL and Week Six of college football. We know how much you love the NBA; that's your passion, that's your wheelhouse. What, what are your thoughts on what Draymond has done here uh, with Golden State? The, the, you know, knocking out his uh, his teammate in practice. Well, we don't know if he actually like was unconscious. So, knocking out is probably a little extreme. We know he fell down. Uh, We don't know if he went night-night. I know it's a bad look, right? Like, Draymond already is fighting against a lot of negative perception from national media, from national fans. I personally really like Draymond as a person. I think he's just a very fiery dude. Clearly, there's something going on uh, between Jordan Poole and Draymond. I don't know if it's just the rivalry between their alma maters. You know, Draymond went to Michigan State. Jordan Poole went to Michigan and obviously those two fan bases and those two teams hate each other. Uh, and and not to make it anything more than, you know, just kind of adding this as a caveat, that Jordan Poole can be very annoying. You know, he can be very annoying out there and when you're an annoying player in practice and you're already up under each other and his first instinct was to say he was going to get paid the bag as soon as the Warriors Literally, the champagne's still popping, and his first instinct is to say, you know, I'm going to get paid so much money, you know, and all the reports are that he's acting differently as a result of that. You know, I understand the sentiment behind it. Uh, obviously, you never want that. But as Richard Jefferson would say, you know, this happens a lot more in, in NBA practices than we think. We just don't see it. How do we feel about that as, as a society? Probably not great. Um, but Ultimately, it's up to the Warriors, I guess, in the NBA to solve and fix and figure out
1: what the actual punishment of, of it is. Yeah, I, Trista, I'm fascinated as to who leaked the video and what mm-hmm. was the agenda here because we all heard the story and we, we would have moved on, and all of a sudden this drops in TMZ's lap, and now um, here's the video. Oh, it looks much worse than we we would would imagine there. So, um, gosh, for an organization like that to kind of leak it out, is that somebody that uh, has an agenda uh, against Dream on within the organization?
2: I think it's just a young person. You know, we there's the thing that we don't really understand, I think it's enough and when we're l- looking at it is it's not gonna be some, you know, real decision maker that leaked it. It's probably an intern or something, you know? Someone that has access to the video room, they put together clips, they maybe take a video of, of it on their phone and they send it to their friends. Holy shoot, you know, look at this, and then maybe that friend decides yeah, you know, maybe I'll sell this to TMZ. That's kind of how I see it playing out as a bunch of, you know, dumb 20-something-year-old kids that happen to be working for this juggernaut team that maybe get a hold of it, and then, you know, who knows what happens next. Finally,
0: just a little peek behind the curtain from Nets insider Reed Wallach on Wednesday's the Tonight episode. He gave us his quick opinion on what he's seeing from the net so far this preseason.
3: This is finally the game we've been waiting for. I know it's preseason, but he looks looks pretty good out there, I must say. The first two games were a little, uh, I'd say, lethargic and not really showing much life out there. And I know it's preseason, but you wish they were competitive. And tonight they
2: do look far better, in my opinion. Ben Simmons hit a floater, like you said. I think he had six times in the first quarter. So it's nice to know it's still somewhere in there. You know, I, we got to work on getting it every night, but I'll take it for one night. This definitely gives me some excitement. You know, we're one week out from opening
3: night against the Pelicans.
0: That's it for the bonus episode of the Heat Check. Check back tomorrow for an all full new episode. And do not forget to check out the feed for past episodes and, of course, interviews. More of those to come very very soon and follow us the heat check as you get ready for the 2022 2023 nba season download subscribe please tell your friends wherever you get your podcast and follow us on social on this heat check and trista crick on tiktok because the heat check never sleeps people
2: even early squirrely dry time on a monday morning